Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the Nerd Herd Comic Book Club. Your number one stop for stellar reviews of volumes, arcs or stories that us or yourselves choose. You can find us live every Wednesday on YouTube, Facebook and Twitch and the replay on all podcast networks. Take a seat, get yourselves and your opinions ready as it's time to join the herd. But first, please put your hands together for your hosts, Shane, Phil and Scott as they kick off this week's discussion. Ahoy hoy and welcome to the Nerd Herd Comic Book Club. I'm your host, Shane, and I am joined as always by the best Welsh producer there is, Liam. Howdy ho! <laughs> and the artist currently known as Kevin. Hi. Oh, raise my hand there. Hi. <laughs> You've got two. Any of them yeah. will do for a wave. <laughs> um, this week, we are reading Kevin's pick, which was Extremity, Volume 1 from 2017 by Image Comics. It was created, written, and drawn by Daniel Warren Johnson, colours by Mike Spicer, and letters by Rush, uh, Rush, Russ Wooten. <laughs> Yes. I don't know why I said rush. There's clearly no H in there. I can't read. Oh well. <laughs> Before I hope we he meet calls his in... family the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> <laughs> if he doesn't, he's missing a trick, isn't he? <laughs> Before we meet the herd, um, Kevin, since this was your pick, would you like to give us a synopsis for Extremity? I will. Yeah. So this story follows. Um, a girl named Thea, her brother Rolo, and her fa- their father Jerome, who's like the leader of their um, their clan, the Roto clan, and it's a story of revenge. So Thea um, loses her mother to the pa- the Panzina clan. They're called Panzina or Panzini. I can't remember which one. Uh, Panzini. I've got Pasnina. Yes, Nina, that's it. <laughs> I could get I was like, I don't have dyslexia, but with that word, I have dyslexia. <laughs> <laughs> the Pasnina. <laughs> there we go. So the, the, this clan has um attacked the Roto clan and they've killed Thea's mother and took Thea was an artist and took her hands, and this is the story about how they go uh the Roto clan go about getting revenge and the revenge gets very messy. Um, yes. Very messy. <laughs> Absolutely. I feel like this book should have been called, you know, like a pun on an eye for an eye. It should have been called a hand yeah. for a hand mm-hmm. because she does oh, get her good. revenge. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm all with the puns. This, you know, I love <laughs> a pun. <laughs> Before we get into it, let's say hello to everyone in the chat. We've got um, Scott Shelf is in. He says, hi, guys. Hope you're all keeping well. This is very strange and unique experience for me as I'm away and haven't read the book. Now I get to feel it. Um, now I get to feel how it is for everyone else. Yes, <laughs> Scott, um, I hope you enjoy it from the other side. Scott's used to being on this side. I did say I was joined, as always, by these two handsome chappies up here. Of course, I was joking. Scott and Phil are off this week. So these two gentlemen have agreed to step in for them which thank you so much. I do appreciate you taking the time to come and read a book with us and, you know, join the herd for the week. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, we also have Sonic's Comics in. Evening all. Hi, Martin. And, um, oh, and the other 
slacker there he is <laughs> feels nerdy versa hail the sex appeal dramatically increases tonight <laughs> wednesday's spoiler is also in greetings comrades hi wednesday thank you for joining so yeah um I think we'll start with liam initial Ooh. thoughts when you finished this book what did you think um the art was fantastic the world building was fantastic but the story uh let it all down i thought it was um it was a very standard revenge story and i couldn't look past that really it was it just didn't it was it was like um daniel warren johnson had the vision for the world the the vision for the art and what he wanted to draw and then just put this filler little story in to glue it all together yeah um i kind of agree um i'm i'm a sucker for a revenge story i love like those kind of action films you know where it's someone does you wrong you get your own back on them but this started weird for me because this started with someone already getting revenge on them yeah so yeah. I don't know who, I'm only rooting for these people because the writer's telling me to, but if we yeah. were following Nim and her daughter, would we be rooting for her? Because she was wronged first chronologically in this book and it's even mentioned. So yeah, I can see your point. And it is a, it was a little bit simple as well. The basic story of the, um, the revenge story, it was a bit too easy for them to get revenge on these people. They found them too easy. Yeah. It was like, ah, oh, this one's here, this one's here, we'll just go from A to B. There wasn't re really any anything in between the finding the people. They just tended to show yeah. up at their door and get revenge. It was only at the end that things <laughs> went wrong. Yeah. But Kevin, you picked the book. What did you think? Obviously, you loved it. Oh, yeah, well, I did love it. <laughs> but um. Yeah, Liam brought up a good point there. <laughs> no, I didn't, didn't think about that before. But I I really, again, I'm a sucker for a revenge story. My last pick when I was on it was The Crow, and that's a revenge story. So, <laughs> But I, I really, yeah, I enjoyed the story. I thought, yeah, um, I think as well this is one of his earlier books. So for a first kind of your own book, I think it's a fine, it's a fair enough, it's a fine story. Um, the revenge story is just good. The art, say, the art is what makes it for me. 100%. Um, yeah. 50%. I, can... <laughs> 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 I, I am not a fan of Daniel Warren Johnson, as you may know, no. um, from his work on Wonder Woman Dead Earth. I was not a fan of the art in that book, but I will say it could be because I don't know these characters, but I will say the art in this book is nice. I didn't hate it. I <laughs> I didn't rush through the pages like I did Wonder Woman Dead Earth. You know, I lingered a little bit to see what's happening in the background. I even zoomed in a few times because he is a very busy drawer. Like he does fill a page. Like, that's not yeah. a fault. Oh, yeah. Please. Don't take that as a fault. Oh. It's just very busy pages. You need to spend time on them. But yes, the art is the art is good. It's good. It's great. It's great. Just say it. Just say um, it's great. <laughs> I'm not, it's, it's good art. It's good art. I will give you that. Um, my major, major flaw with this book is that it's not a complete volume. It ends on a massive to be continued. And that is one of my pet peeves when I pick up a trade. It... You can, you can end this story and leave it open for volume two. Many books have, this one didn't. 
This is literally episodes one to six of a TV show, you know, and you're yeah. waiting for episode seven because there's no no closure. So that that's a big mm -hmm. pet peeve of mine. And it was very obvious in this book. I turned the page and it was like to be continued. And I got annoyed at the end. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you were doing so well. There was plenty of action, plenty of characters. I really liked Rolo and his robot friend. Yeah, I that called reminded it me a lot dad's of, um, <laughs> That really reminded me of uh, Lost in Space. Uh, I, I can't speak for the 60s show or the, what, what's it called? Um, Swiss Family Robinson. I can't speak for that novel because I've not read it, but the Netflix uh, Lost in Space, uh, it came, af came out after the, this book, so it can't be an inspiration at that end, but that's very similar with the robot, the sun finding it, and the robot looking after the sun. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Uh, what's his name in? Oh, it's just called Robot in Lost in yeah, Space. Yeah, just, just Robot. Just robot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I, I was getting Dave some lazy vibes. writing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I would not bat an eye if this were a prequel to Dave. Like, if they were building to, like, if this had been like the robot army had appeared and then like mankind had been turned into this and then Dave's people took over. And this also could have been a tie into Dead Earth. Like, everything about this felt the same. Um, I, that's why I think my name is Dystopian World Johnson. He tends to do dystopian worlds from what yeah. I know. So you've got mm. this, Wonder Woman, Dead Earth, Jurassic League of America. <laughs> They're all very dystopian, Mad yeah. Max-esque worlds. Yeah. And I feel like that's his that's his safe space, I guess. But this, this could have been a... If you'd have just put Wonder Woman in a single page flying overhead off on a mission <laughs> that we read, I wouldn't have batted an eye. I'd have been like, yeah, all right. <laughs> You know what? She might be in there somewhere. <laughs> There's so many things in the background. Yeah, if you zoom into a single panel, she might be. <laughs> uh, Chris from Off My Shelf says, um, oh, about me talking about it not feeling like a complete story. He thinks that's the point. Um, a more sto uh, Sorry, that's the point to the story. It's more a story of how revenge is unfulfilling, not so much a standard revenge story, more a revenge will never get you what you want story. That's a really clever way of looking at it. It's a clever way of forgiving the writer as well for just stopping his story. <laughs> <laughs> but I think as well, when it stops at that point, that's your kind of turning point to be like, should I support um, the uh, the Roto clan? Because yeah. half of their members are starting to leave because he's um, Jerome, Abba Jerome? Call him Abba, don't they? Or Abba. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, think, said, I read it I as think that means king. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I but, think it means king or leader. Yeah, yeah. But they, he's gone off the deep end by the end of this volume, yeah. which, and you're like, oh, he, he's a pretty bad bloke, especially when I did, I'll save it for a bit later, but what he does to his kids and stuff, it's just. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, watching your wife murdered in front of you and your daughter have her hand cut off. I mean, I can't speak to what that would do to a man's psyche, but he, I don't know if it's out of character for him. We don't get much of him beforehand. So mm. that could it could be exactly who he was before. He might have been a revenge, savage, hungry man before that happened. Because if he burned the Nim's daughter's face, which she claims, which is why they went after them yeah. to begin with. So we don't know what happened there. I don't know if that's going to be explained in volume two or three. I don't know how many volumes this has. Uh, they kind I of point it out in this 12. book, um, don't they? Volume two. 
there's only yeah. so there's only two there's volumes, only, Liam. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And and is that a complete story? I've not read it. Yeah, so. it is. It's complete story. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it's only so. yeah only twelve issues. But I think they okay. point out in this, well, because I think on my page pick they actually say she lost her nose due she was at a border dispute where there's yeah. fighting anyway. So they kind of point out like it was like her fault for being there. Where yeah, how dare, how yeah. dare how you dare be she? defending your border? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you, do you expect to happen? <laughs> yeah. Um, Phil has read along because he says he was willing to leave his children to die for his cause. I expect him to redeem himself in the second volume, but seconds before he dies. Oh, he wants like a deathbed, like he wants him to yeah. save his kids, like yeah. push them out of the way and then he gets killed. <laughs> right. Um, I liked rolo more than thea i, I felt bad for her obviously yeah 100 yeah, percent agree um, with that because mm. she was an artist and she lost her hand obviously you feel bad for her that's but my rolo... greatest fear <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> <Dark>. <laughs> um, but rolo still had the um the innocence even though he'd grown up in this world and the war was going on around him he still had that decency about him that he couldn't even take someone's hands or like torture anyone like his father wanted him to so i think i was drawn to him a little bit more thea was a little too eager to please her dad and to yeah. do this harm mm. on people i know again she'd been wronged you know someone had taken her hand i have no idea what that would do to you mentally absolutely understand why she is the way she is but it was just nice to have the contrast of her covered in blood always willing to do it and then rollo stepping back and sort of feeling ashamed because he won't kill and then befriending the robot just elevated his character for me and yeah. i am glad he survived and i'm i kind of i am going to read the second volume not kind of i definitely i'm going to read it if it's only six more issues i'm definitely on board mm. so who was your favorite character kevin uh what Ooh. i don't know favorite character because uh, actually I, my favorite character was a character called a hobby and he's like, he was, like, was, was a side character. Well. <laughs> he was, he yeah. was my favourite character because <laughs> he he was just like, yeah, your dad's a bit of a dick, isn't he? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Which I quite liked, but um, yeah, I did like. Uh, I I liked all the. I thought all the characters had a great story to him, and I agree. Rollo was probably the better one because he's in this horrible world. And he's trying to get approval from his father and he can't get approval because he's not willing to do the things his dad wants him to do. And then, uh, like, as I've written down here, dad, but he makes friends with a robot. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. seems to become like a, like his older male role model. So <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed that. And I enjoyed, um, I did like fear as well. Cause uh, yeah, this is where I'm going to be like, yeah, uh, as, as an artist, I'd also feel like if someone took my hand, I'd be yeah, yeah. Pr pretty angry, pretty upset. <laughs> yeah, especially yeah. when like <laughs> like what, who was that old lady who essentially branded her the artist? Like her oh, life yeah. was devoted to art from that moment on, and then she loses yeah. her hand. Yeah, <laughs> but she got some great attachments. She got some yeah. awesome attachments for that thing. Yeah, yeah. She had the, like, the spear and then, the, yeah, she had loads of things. Liam, who's your favourite character? 
it is difficult. I'd like to hobby sacrifice at the end. Um, but I think I would probably go with the robot, uh, Shiloh, Shiloh. Because um, <laughs> yeah. he was only in it for a few pages overall. But the arc he had, like that development he had from start to finish, <laughs> amazing in just a few yeah. pages he was in. Yeah, goes from a war yeah. robot to like, sacrificing himself so they can have a power source and like yeah, yeah it was and he, the design of him was awesome i love the way yes, the face yes, came so up cool. and like the battery came out of his face and so i thought that was cool. awesome um pete's in from triple g evening sorry he joined late have scott and <laughs> phil had plastic surgery witness protection perhaps Shh, <laughs> don't say it out loud <laughs> we got we got more handsome <laughs> And English. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday spoiler says Rolo the pacifist befriending a WMD is a brilliant duality. And it really is. Yeah, because that robot was designed for war. And he showed when he jumps in to defend Rolo, like he just, that giant creature thing, which takes up like two pages, so big. And he just punches it. Like it reminded me of yeah. when the Hulk punches that thing in Avengers. Mm. You know, the yes. first Avengers yes. movie. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I'm always angry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. So cool. Um, since we've been talking about the art, let's jump onto our pages and share a little bit of what this book has to offer. Um, we'll save ours because Phil has sent in a page. Well, he sent in three pages. They are the fight scene between Jerome and Benard. I want to say banar. The that was it. Dak. Is it? Is that <laughs> Dax. Dak. Yeah. Dag, I think Dag, you're right. Yeah, I just. Like I, I think I missed his name. I've, most of my notes are the names of the characters in this book. There are so many. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Yeah, so they, this is Phil's page, or his three pages, and it's their fight scene, and it's silent apart from all the sound effects, which are fantastic. Yeah. And you've got your wishes and your thwomps and everything like that. Um, and it, it's just, I thought it was great because I was going to pick this page. But then obviously Phil was like, oh, I, I know what page I'm picking. And I knew what page he was picking because of all the sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> There's a second page. He, I will say Daniel Warren Johnson does a great fight scene. Yeah, um, he I'm did nice. in Wonder Woman Dead Earth as well. I think my page was a fight scene. He does them fantastic without words, yeah. just the motion. His motion is great. The blur, everything, yeah. and you know exactly what's like, going on, don't you? Like absolutely, no and even, no. And even though the bottom panel has background art, the top panels have nothing to show that mm -hmm. you're focusing on the fight scene. You don't need to know what's in the background until yeah. the final scene when there's something still. While there's motion going on, it's just a plain background, and I really yeah. appreciate oh, that. Yeah. And there's the third page. Look at that. And he's going to proper crush him with a skull, uh, with a stone. He's just going to skull him. He's literally going to skull him with a massive rock. <laughs> but, See, I like, I like the way he's done the beats there. So we've got that big, massive thing of him dropping the bloke on the floor. And then he's just at the bottom. It's gone. It's really quiet. And it just takes yeah. a moment for him to go pick up that rock. And then, and then the silhouette. Just the silhouette, yeah. There's, yeah. This is one of the things I really like about the guy is he's a great visual storyteller. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I can. I even yeah. I appreciate that. I can tell. Yeah. yeah. As much as I sometimes I don't like enjoy the faces as much, but I can, Yeah. He definitely knows what he's doing. There's no doubt about that. Mm. Um, Kevin, 
your page. Why did you pick this one? Right. Well, again, because I wanted to pick, highlight how he is a storyteller. Um, I thought everyone, I thought people would go for splash pages and that as well. <laughs> so I thought I'll go for something a little bit more quieter. And I just like the whole build-up of this scene. Um, if you can convey like fear in the drawing of a hand, um, you're doing a great job as an yeah. as an artist and that and i like the fact that the villain is kind of just like just the way she reads the book and throws it away at the, like i don't need words on this page to read what's going on is and i think that's i think that's a great um a great thing for any comic artist to have is just be able to tell the story without words um as again, yeah. this art come from art. I think, uh, art should, the, the, I think the art should come first in the comic book before the writing. But uh, yeah. that, that's me. <laughs> I think they should complement each other. Yeah. I think it is a 50 50 relationship with comic with yeah. comics. You need good writing and good art. You can excuse one um, if the other is exceptional. I think. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But page. Even though we knew she'd lost her hand, it was still horrible to see it actually happen, mm. wasn't it? And it wasn't like a clean cut. She uses like that skull thing, yeah. Queen, Queen Nim, and it's just—it's despicable. It's—it's it's just, yeah, it's savage, isn't it? Yeah. So you think, oh, the, yeah, all that bones crushed, and oh, actually, there's a good scene later on with her doing. She uses it on um, yeah. Hobby's head. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Liam, how about your page? Uh, so I chose this one. It's literally the second page in the entire volume. And as I said at the beginning, like I was a massive fan of the world building in this. And this just, this is the world in one page. You, you've got like the medieval style yet futuristic. You got the knights. You got the flying machines. And Thought, yeah, you can see like the class issues that happen as well because you got the knights in armor, which are the the Paznina, and then the panel above that, you got like the leather of the Roto clan, which are the lower class, and it's it's literally just so good. Yeah, it is a great page. I really enjoy these two characters in the foreground as well. The detail on them, even though they're yeah. shaded, the detail on them is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. The colouring as well on that page, like it gives it such a sense of like war, essentially. It's yeah, just the colour has so... smashed it in this book. Yeah. Absolutely smashed mm. it. And as Kevin said, when you can do a whole page like that, when you can tell a story without words, I mean, there's only yeah. one small little box with dialogue on that whole screen, but you know exactly yeah. what's going on from top to bottom. Yeah. Great pick. Mine's probably a little bit more boring because I, like I said, I really like a revenge story. So when she got her revenge and chopped his hands off, I was very happy. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the sound effect of her cutting his hands off. Just the... Yeah, is it a clean chop? <laughs> no, she's, she's doing it on purpose. <laughs> yeah. I, but I, I think she's doing it on purpose. I yeah. think she's making sure it's painful. And I just sure. love the fact that like he's begging her and he's saying sorry. And it's like, you're not sorry. You are not yeah. you're not sorry for what you did. You're sorry you got caught. There's a massive difference. 
Mm. And I just, I yeah, I just enjoy it. Once she got her, somewhat her revenge, because he wasn't the one that actually did it, but she got revenge on him. I thought it was great. And I did have one more page I just wanted to show, because I know Scott and Phil love a map. And there is a map in oh. this book of yeah. the ancient dark, the, the Rising Plains, it's called. Yeah. So you see the hand of the, Paz, the Paznina and the Arch Island. It's got all the little tiny bits where they live. I thought that was nice. It was just a nice little addition. It didn't need to be in there. They explain everything in the book where everyone is, but giving you a visual really helped. And mm. I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate when an artist takes time like that. Um, let me just catch up on some comments really quickly. The comic report's in. He's late. Oh, he's so late. So late. <laughs> Thanks for joining. Um, feels it's dramatic visual storytelling is the phrase he was going to use. He was going for, but it was too dumb to think of. Um, I think that's for that's for Phil's page. Um, oh, Pete's never heard of this book. I think he's never heard of this book, but he's in. So he must enjoy the art as well, which is very, I understand. Like I say, I, I understand now because my opinion of the artist has gone up because yeah. I think it was, I knew Wonder Woman. I love Wonder Woman. I didn't feel like that was Wonder Woman in any sense, like the way she was written mm. or the way she was drawn. So I was very, very against it. But in this, new characters, new designs, I was absolutely fine with it. And some of the faces in this book, I will even go so far as to say were quite beautiful. <gasps> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I so, I'm going to take that as a win from... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad Phil's not on. I'd never hear the end of it. <laughs> okay, so we've done the art. I think we all agree. Well, we agree on most of it that it's very good art or it's good art <laughs> it's great Freudian art. Great art yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, how about the story kevin what did you think of the story i enjoyed book? the story we were saying at the beginning that it's, it's I, do, I like i like his writing i always think it's kind of got a um i feel like he's a deep writer without being too deep like <laughs> I, I guess like there's always um you, there's you can get on board with the character's motivations and everything with with the way he he writes um but i did like the story i liked uh, yeah i like a revenge story it reminded me of like mad max or something along those lines and uh, yeah See, I'm not talking about art, so I can't. No. <laughs> <laughs> but story's fine. A revenge story can be basic. I mean, how good is John Wick? John Wick, John Wick is a great exactly, film. Yeah. They come in, they kill his dog, and he goes and kills them all. That's all you need for a revenge story. You need a, yeah. a reason for it. My major issue, like I say, is that this starts after they have already wronged someone. So they are yeah. being, they are having their revenge exerted onto them at the beginning of the book. So it's like i've always had this issue when i'm reading a book like the walking dead you know um the governor is the bad guy in the walking dead because we follow rick and his people yeah if you follow the governor from the start of the book then the governor is the good guy and rick is the bad guy because rick goes into his territory kills a bunch of his people so it's all about perspective so for you you should have started this book they didn't need to have the you had hurt my daughter storyline because they were warring clans anyway it could have just yeah. been that they wanted the castle 
or they wanted some of their supplies. And I would but, have been completely fine with that. I guess that's how... Does... Oh, sorry. But what this book does do really well is uh, it starts off with us following Jerome and we see him as the good guy. But what it does really well is by the end, we see he is just as bad as the bad guy. And then ready for volume two, the it's going to shift to Thea and Rolo as the heroes. And I, I like that considering that I thought the story is very simple and I wasn't a massive fan of it. Like I did enjoy that aspect. Yes, yeah. that's what I liked at the beginning is to get to get you on board with supporting Jerome and Thea and everyone is the fact that they have given you like yeah the um, Jerome's wife was murdered in front of him and Thea's hand was taken and it was brutal how they did it it wasn't just like they were fighting they actually it was there was some malice to it. So oh, that yeah. gets I mean, you on that gets mm-hmm. you on board with it, with supporting him. But yeah, as the story goes on, like Liam just said, by the end of the, the of this volume, J- Jerome isn't the guy you should be following. No, because he's gone down. He's basically Darth Vader at this point. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's no longer the heroic Jedi. He's the bad guy. So. <laughs> Yeah, I think my issue was only at the beginning because as it goes on and you get the flashback, as soon as you find out, like, when you actually watch them take Thea's hand and kill the mother and there's a guy playing the violin in the background, you know, you know they're not good people. Yeah. Like, it's just mm-hmm. at the beginning, you didn't know this. Mm-hmm. So I just, I think, had they just put that page maybe at the beginning, maybe just mm. shown us that straight away, or maybe they did, they wanted you to think, should I be rooting for this person or that person? It, you know, it's the writer's done it. He might have wanted that, and I'm I'm fine with yeah. it because by the end, as long as Rolo got away and he saved his <laughs> robot friend, I'm down for volume two. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to know if he manages to bring back Shilo, Shilo, whatever his yeah. name was, the robot, because he's still got the body, hasn't he? Yeah, he's just going to need another yeah. power pack. Yeah, so maybe, yeah. They, maybe they can find that somewhere. Um, I do appreciate. I'm going to be really positive here to the writer because this does feel like he has the entire thing planned out before it even started yeah and that Mm. that i appreciate when i'm reading a book because you you can tell sometimes you know you can get to like issue five or six of something and you're like this guy didn't know he was going to be doing this when he wrote issue one because this contradicts this and this Mm. contradicts that but this feels like yeah he this is the first half of his story and he he already has the ending planned out so i appreciate that and i'm going to read on so he did it. He did. He did his job. He got me. Bloody got me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll probably read on as well. Um, it's only another volume after all, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. exactly. Six more issues isn't going to break the bank. Exactly. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna read on because I want more of Rolo, and I want more of Shiloh. That yeah, Shiloh. I definitely want him to come back. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I'm just kind of worried about what they get what they can do with Thea like is she just going to be her brother's guardian now what what are they going to do so it left me with questions again did his job I didn't just put it down and forget it so that's a good thing I Mm. think what do you think of the writing forget the story the writing with the interactions of the characters because some of them were really good and some were a bit I feel like that could have been cut 
I think for the most part, it felt natural to me. Um, I didn't read anything and I was like, oh, that's a bit off. Like nothing stood out to me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it felt natural, fine in terms of dialogue. Yeah, same. I think, yeah, I think, I think it flowed well. I think um, they didn't put any unnecessary dialogue in. I didn't feel there was any unnecessary like dialogue or anything in there. No, um, I just feel there were, it was only a couple of times and it wasn't with the, was it the Roto clan? It was with the, the Paznina. I, these words, are, that word is so unnatural to say. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I was reading it in the book, I was just checking myself. I was like, Paznina, yeah. is it Paznina? Is it, is yeah. the P silent? Is it Asnina? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I think um, it was the scene when um, they took the violinist's hands and he went to see Queen Nim and they sort of had the daughter in shadow for this big reveal and I felt like it was kind of a bit Star Wars-y, you know, like with the the big emperor walking out in, yeah. from the shadows and it had to be some big thing and it just, it fell flat for me. It wasn't a big thing. We'd already known, we already knew she was deformed. We already, so it was kind of a bit like, you tried to force a big shock moment that would be at the end of an episode you know like if you're watching a show on netflix that's where the episode would have ended when she walked out <laughs> of shadow but overall yeah i think the writing was fine and the thing another thing i appreciate see I've, i'm appreciating this writing <laughs> very, very, all night i've been appreciating this writer he didn't try it with all the futuristic stuff he didn't add loads of silly new words you know try to just call yeah. things this and they weren't calling their weapons something else and making up words which they tend to do in dystopian books like in yeah. mad max futuristic books he's like he's not driving a car he's driving his you know his his mace wheeler and they just make up <laughs> stupid things like that and i really like that he didn't do that he was just like you know get take it down take the ship down jump on your glider like whatever it was it was just it was simple words simple things that everyone would call them and i like yeah. that yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> the world was great. The world building yeah. was great. Yeah. I, I would love was, to see more of the world. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought as well. When they found the robot and they were talking about reading books from like the before times, I was like, yeah. are we going to, how did this happen? Like what happened yeah. to the world? And then I you saw like the before times. <laughs> yes. And then you saw like the cave painting. They had not painted, they had pictures, like the scrolls and stuff of what had happened. And it looked like it was like nuclear weapons. Yeah. And again, that reminded mm. me of Wonder Woman Dead Earth because that's what destroyed the Earth when Wonder Woman was fighting Superman. It's like all the nuclear missiles that went off. So I was like, again, this could be a tie-in to that and I would be quite happy with that. I think the world building was good as a whole. It's a very small world as well, which again, yeah. I appreciated. It didn't go overboard by showing you the entire world. It showed you this small area with these two battling clans, because I'm sure the whole world is like that, and there are dozens of other clans everywhere else. It but did he didn't still show you so much, though, in that in that small area. Because the way I took it is like the floating isles are essentially like broken earth, like it's bits of earth that are floating around. Because you can see different cultures in all these different places they're visiting. Um, like the one where he's having that fight, that's like a woodsy, rainforesty sort of area um you've got there was one my favorite one was it was like a japanese uh autumnal sort of one so it was very orange and it had like the tory gates 
or it looked like Tory Gates. I might be wrong, but yeah, I thought that was fantastic. I think um, it was a slight negative for Phil. He says um, he's negative. He thinks there were too many elements in the world for such a short story. Boo. Um, <laughs> I, I think I might have to disagree. I might have to disagree with his negative there for me personally. Um, I did think there were a few too many characters. Like I say, most of my yeah. notes are characters' names, trying to remember who was who um, yeah. throughout the book. Luckily, they used everyone's names quite often, so that was a good thing. Um, I don't think it was overpacked. We've read no. books before that have been building a world, but trying to build too much world for the story they're telling. And I think he built enough world for this story. Yeah. I think he didn't try to trickle things in for like spin-off books or, you know, volumes three and four. He wasn't like, oh, we're receiving a message from Xandar clan, <laughs> you know, in the Northern Hemisphere. He didn't do any of that. He just stuck to this story with these two clans. And that was something... Yeah. That was restraint on his part because yeah. how how easy would it be for him to just name all these extra clans out there that have also been battling the Pezzanina? Yeah. But he didn't do mm. it. And I thought, what great restraint to do something like that, not leave me yeah. with like, who are these? Who are they? Who are these? Who are they? I think Monstrous for me was the biggest culprit to that. He, it, the world was far too big for one volume. As beautiful yeah. as it was, it was just too big. But I think this was done really well, and I, I tip my hat to him. <laughs> I see. I didn't pay as much attention. I thought it was a cool visual, and that was about it. That's all I needed to know. <laughs> the, the float, there's floating islands in the sky. Okay, there are words in these know. books as well, you know, Kevin. If you read the books, they tell a story. They, they do a what now? <laughs> 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 but that's what that's the way I thought. I thought, uh, yeah, it's, it's very cool to look at, but it's it could be on a flat Earth for me because the story was <laughs> uh, was just intrigued me enough. So fair enough. <laughs> but I do like floating islands. They are cool. <laughs> they are very. Cool. It would be cool if someone got knocked off the floating island. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, it's it like what's, yeah, because like, are they floating because like the world's been crumbled, or are they just like the top layer and there's still a layer down there that they don't know yeah. about? Maybe there's see again, he didn't yeah. trickle anything like that in because he wasn't yeah. trying to bait you in any way, he just wanted to tell his story. So, if that was me, I'd be like, have someone fall off the edge and then they'd come back later, and you'd be like, How did you yeah. get back? You didn't fall off, and he's like, Oh no, this clan, no, or there's people down there, you could anything like that. And just trampolines. <laughs> but there must still be an atmosphere because they're not wearing like oxygen masks or anything like that. Mm. No. Oh. Yeah. I want more. Really <laughs> well, there's a second volume. You can read a second volume whenever you want. Well, we'll save it for sequels month next year. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there? anything about this book you didn't like we've been incredibly positive which is nice it makes a change especially with me <laughs> is there anything about this book you didn't like kevin no <laughs> no i really enjoyed it um I, I don't know i can't even i can't even nitpick at it there's nothing 
I don't, I don't know what I don't know if it's just I respect the guy uh, so much that I just don't want to nitpick at anything. But, uh, no, no, <laughs> fair enough. I wouldn't say it's perfect, but I yeah, I, there wasn't anything that made me go. <laughs> fair enough, Liam. Apart from the um, the revenge story. story being too simple, yeah. <laughs> um, I think my only complaint might be it was very sudden when Thea turned because she was all very like, please, my father, this, that, and the other. And then all of a sudden it was, actually, I don't agree with you anymore. Um, that seemed very quick to me. Um, but other than that, there's not a lot I can really complain about that I haven't already spoke about. <laughs> wow. This is weird. I'm not usually this positive about a book. Um, <laughs> it's because you got guests um, today. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm being very reserved because I might need you back in a, in a future episode if Scott and Phil are away again. I think um, if I did have a flaw with, like I say, the storyline is fine. It's basic. I'm okay with that. Um, if I did have a flaw, it would probably be with the art, some of the pages. Um, some of the stuff where I said some of the faces are beautifully done like he's, yeah. it looks like he took time with those ones and then there are other pages I don't know if it's just because the panels are smaller and he because I don't know how if you would draw the whole panel on a full page Kevin like maybe you can explain he, he and draws it, it on about he draws it'll draw a page on I don't know did he mer it's about an A3 size of paper so he'll draw the whole thing on there because he does it traditional still pen and well, the, ink the whole page or the panel? the whole page the whole page is on one piece of a, a okay three. That's how so that would explain yeah. it then because the bigger panels had the more beautiful faces where obviously yeah. had more area to draw and that makes more sense but a lot of detail is dropped when you go from a big page a big panel on a page to a small panel on a page with the same character and that for me is a bit too much of a drop mm. in quality especially when it's on the same page, you can notice it. And I think he, there's a big splash page over two pages, big splash panel, and it's um, them warring. They're having a battle. The dad comes out on the giant cricket or bug, some sort of bug. Yeah. Yeah. And I did zoom in because I needed to see where everyone was because you have to, because I read this digitally, but you have to zoom right in to find Thea. And everyone else had the exact same face. <laughs> it was like copy and paste, copy and paste. And I understand there were about 60 people on the page. So I will cut him some slack on that one. I see. I was going to be one of the points where I thought, when I was looking at those pages earlier, I was like, he's done a very good job of adding character to faceless characters as well. Um, in those fight scenes, I thought I thought he did a good job of that. Especially seeing as you're drawing that many people, it can be just like, yeah, just copy and paste, copy paste, copy yeah. paste. But if he takes the effort, sometimes to like, it reminds me of like there was this one page he done. I think it was the first one where the robot where Shiloh punches that thing, and you could see all the people in the background, and it reminded me like. A renaissance, a renaissance painting or something because you've got people in the background like this going yeah and i was like oh there's a lot of character going on in characters that you're not even paying attention to i thought yeah. you did a great that, job of that that is a massive plus because yeah. he does 
such a, an amazing, um, an amazing detail work on his backgrounds. If it's people, if it's buildings, if whatever it is, he pays so much attention to it. Uh, I'm pretty sure I mentioned it in the Wonder Woman Dead Earth that even though I didn't like the faces on Wonder Woman and stuff, the backgrounds and the detail, it's just the amount of time and effort it must take, especially when we've seen it's quite easy to just do a plain background for a fight scene and you don't have to worry mm. about that. But to put all that extra detail in the brickwork on a, just, just make it a block. No one's paying attention to the building behind, you know, <laughs> you don't have to thatch the roof and put individual bricks on it of different sizes and colors and shapes, but he does it. So my opinion of him has gone up yeah. there. Mm. So I am definitely thinking now it is because Wonder Woman is my girl. I love yeah. her. <laughs> and I, don't, I don't think he should have written a Wonder Woman book personally. But this, there it is, it's there. Mm. This was great. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. And I will definitely read volume two. Hopefully. Yeah. I, I'm hoping, and I think he has, like I say, completed the story in his head before he started. So I hope it fits fluidly. I hope it's Hopefully. not something where come issue 10, 11, and 12, he's like, oh shit, I need an ending. <laughs> and he's just like, <laughs> and they all lived happily ever after the end. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm hoping he had it planned out <laughs> because it, yeah, it's just, it was just so interesting. Um, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for a revenge story and dystopian future books because I enjoy someone's interpretation of how the world can end and, and continue. That's why I love Dave so much. You yeah. know, I think I know, I know hardly anyone else enjoyed Dave as much as I did, but <laughs> a dystopian future like that, it's so inventive and so creative. Yeah. It's not just your bog standard world ended robots took over. They actually took over and became human pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this isn't just your, the world ended, everyone became Mad Max. It's like, no, there's floating castles and, yeah. you know, ships that they have to use to get from one place to ships big enough to just carry a castle off. I mean, they don't just <laughs> kill yeah. his wife and take his daughter's hand. They take his castle. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, yoink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, that's adding insult to injury, man. They just strap it to their big airship and just drive off with it. But that was a dick move. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been worse. They could have been holding Thea's hand and waving goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> just turn it round and just like that. <laughs> <laughs> Phil says uh, Daniel Warren Johnson is one of those creators. Um, I'll always follow the art. You know, I love his stories always have an emotional pull and make you feel for the right characters, which is very true yeah. because you do yeah. in this book, you feel for, like I felt for Rolo, especially. Yeah. The, I think Kevin said trying to get his father's approval, but to do that, he has to like brutalize people and kill people. And he's not willing to do that. And I think that's, that's a really good character that you've just made it. In less than six issues, you've given us this character that we know exactly what his motivations are, what his yeah. limits are. In just six issues, yeah. that's really, really good writing. There was one bit that I did really like. Um, I think it was after Jerome had seen Thea drawing again. Uh, and it was when they were torturing Dag, was it? And the way he got her to like wield the knife and cut into Dag was very much like, this is your pen now, this is your brush, this is your art. And 
you, that the way the way that was conveyed in a panel so good that, yeah. that was going to be one of my other pages that was one of yeah. uh, my many pages i was debating i <laughs> thought that was really well told yeah yeah you can 100 yeah. be an artist on of torture yeah she, could <laughs> yeah. If she wanted to and the dad loved torture and yeah. we have the cult of pop in hi thanks for joining he says he hasn't read this but he's enjoying um darren warren johnson's jurassic league so he will look into his other series. Yeah, if you get a chance, if you can pick this up at a decent price, it's well worth it. Um, I I wasn't a fan of him, of the writer and artist before this, so he's converted me. <laughs> Do a power bomb uh, is out now. Get That's a good series to follow along with. I saw the cover to that, and yeah. um, I think Phil sent me the cover. And I did say that that cover looked really yeah. good, actually. And I do think I used the word really that time. So <laughs> it got really out of it. Not sarcastically or anything. No, no, not sarcastic. I looked at it, I was like, yeah, that's really good. <laughs> um, I think the, the turning point for me in this book, because I was with them, I'm like, yep, yeah, you know, killed your wife, took your daughter's hand, kill him. I'm absolutely fine with you killing a lot of them. I think it's when he went for the guy that stabbed his wife, the guy that speared his wife. He's living on a little floating platform with his own mm. wife. Yes. And yeah. mm. Jerome kills his wife in front of him. He just slits her throat. And I think yeah. that for me was the turning point. And I was like, yeah. okay, Jerome needs to die as well. Yeah. Um, Thea, yeah. Can, Thea can now take over and get her revenge, but he's too far gone because he's killed an innocent woman. Because Thea was like, yeah. she had nothing to do with it. Why... Are you doing anything to her? You know, the husband's the one that killed mum. You didn't need to do anything to her. But he literally just slits her throat in front of him while he's dying. And I thought that yeah. was a bit that 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 went from that went from vengeance to just mean, didn't it? Like that was just yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> That's a mean yeah. thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> You're a naughty boy. <laughs> yeah, that was completely unwarranted. Um I feel like it they could have I think maybe killing him in front of his wife would have been a would have been torture enough, you know, for him to know that his wife was watching him die, like he mm. like Jerome had to watch his wife die. I think that would have been enough. But to do that, that just felt that just felt too much for me. As a bad guy, I'm fine with bad guys doing bad things. You know, that's yeah. why they're a bad guy. Yeah. But that for me was just that was too much. Yeah, me, if you I want me to dead. believe he's the good guy. <laughs> Will stay on board, yeah. even though that at that point in the story you're you're supposed to go, oh, all right, hold on, who am I supposed to be yeah. supporting? Yeah. <laughs> and now he's found this massive weapon, which I'm assuming is nuclear, because I mean, what oh. else could it be if it's meant to be like the world, like a world-ending weapon? I can't remember what it said. It was, it did. It oh, it, no, it calls all the beasts from yes, yeah, the ancient ah. dark from yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, so um, that's going to be quite interesting. Yeah, I hope it's the beast designs. Yeah, the beast designs were quite good. Um, yeah. When they have the big monster and the little babies, and they catapult the babies at the, um, the <laughs> <laughs> again, it's I shouldn't be laughing because it's really mean. But they they get the they get the giant monsters' babies because she can smell them from like miles and miles away. And they put them in a catapult and just catapult them over to the Pesnina, the Pesnina tribe people so that the big monster goes and eats them. And I thought, yeah, that's that's clever. 
I don't want to see dead baby monsters. I know they're monsters, but I don't want to see yeah. them. <laughs> it's not their fault, they're monsters. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, they might they might not be monsters in the dark, like in the dark with sorry, what was it? The dark? The ancient dark. The ancient, the ancient dark. dark. They're not monsters there. That's the, where they live, you know, so they they just are. To them, humans are the monsters. So I think, yeah. There's, I have a limit. I, I have a limit, surprisingly. <laughs> I mean, dead baby monsters. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was, yeah, I thought this was great. And thank you for picking it, Kevin. Um, I was yeah. surprised. I was a bit, no last week when you <laughs> when you picked it and it landed on the wheel, I was a bit like, ugh. You have, <laughs> <laughs> have to look at Daniel Warren's like, for like six whole issues. <laughs> but I was pleasantly surprised with this. So I'm glad you were. You. I'll just I'll say, it's just one of those artists, again, I'm going to gush about him. Just like, this guy got me excited about comic books again. Because I there's a lot of art now that I just think. Oh, there's no one's doing anything exciting and he was the only guy who I think has started to do exciting work and there's a few more artists who are changing their style who are kind of getting a bit bit like him now like Ryan Otley I think is starting to kind of follow suit with his um like those scratchy speed lines and stuff and which I think which is what I want in a comic book so yeah I'm happy he exists as a human being. <laughs> so are you reading Powerbomb? Yes, I am. And, and is that set in a dystopian future? No, not really, no. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to know if he had any other pages in his book, if, he, if his portfolio was just dystopian future, dystopian future, Jurassic era, dystopian future. <laughs> there is kind of... <laughs> Japan's in it. <laughs> <laughs> does does that count as the future? They're quite futuristic. <laughs> <laughs> they got an iPhone 15. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to give Powerbomb a go actually. Um I I quite like wrestling. Not anymore. Mm. I used to like wrestling when it was good. And I did read a really good wrestling book with Jesus in it where Jesus had to wrestle <laughs> Satan. That was super fun. I really enjoyed that. Are you sure that wasn't South Park? Yeah, I was going to say. It's South Park episode. I'll, I'll send you the link after to the uh, to the um, Jesus versus Satan in the ring. It's, it's a fun read. You might enjoy it. It sounds um, like something I like. Uh, it was, Jesus is like buff as hell and he's like baby oiled up. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> um, should we move into our final thoughts and scores? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go for yes. it. Okay, so um, anyone in the chat, if you've read along, please drop your thoughts and your final scores in the chat and we will add them all together and see where this lands on the leaderboard. Kevin, since you picked the book, would you like to go first? I'm going to give it an eight. Um, Why? The art is... <laughs> I don't need to explain myself. <laughs> I'm not explaining myself. Who are you? <laughs> I give it... Um... I really enjoyed this book. Um, it's not like for the writing; it won't just it won't uh, be anything that I didn't think was overly exciting. But the artwork alone, just yeah, it blew blew me away. Brilliant artwork. So 
Artwork, great. Writing, <laughs> good. <laughs> Eight. Eight. <laughs> Liam. Um, so I came into this with a seven out of ten in mind. But as we've gone on, I have bumped it up a little bit. Um, I think I realized that there was a bit more depth to the story than I initially thought there was talking to you guys. It's still very simple, but it works well with the visual storytelling and the world building that he was trying to get across. Um, and in the end, I've settled on a 7.5 out of 10. 7.5 out of 10. Nice. Um, anyone in the chat read this book at all? It doesn't look like anyone's read it, but I do have a score from Phil, which I will read now. So he says um, he really loves how in um, mm, he really <laughs> loves how JDW immediately makes you feel for characters. Whilst he enjoys the world he was building, it does feel a bit too much at times. Uh, but overall, he had a good time. He loved the brother sister relationship. And they both had, he loved that they both had daddy issues. Looking forward to volume two. Good nerd herd pick. So that's for you, Kevin. Um, and Phil has scored this a seven out of 10. Yes. So my final thoughts and scores will shock you because I really enjoyed this and I have changed my score as well. I had, I had seven written down on my, oh, you can't see it. I had seven <laughs> written down. <laughs> <laughs> on my list but i have changed my mind just slightly um sorry i'm just trying to get the average here so um i thought this was great um the art like i say i wasn't expecting much because i wasn't a massive fan going into this and i was so pleasantly surprised that i i actually enjoyed the art it worked great for the story and now I realize my problem with the artist was a previous book that he had done because of the character that I love so much. So that completely now changes my view on him. So now when I pick up a book and it's drawn by him, I'm not going to be like, oh, put it straight back down. I'm going <laughs> to actually give it a chance. So super happy with that. The story, I love, I absolutely love a revenge story and I love a simple revenge story. You make it too difficult, it loses it loses my interest because if there's you know 15 reasons why he's doing what he's doing one of them might be worth it the other 14 might be stupid so the fact that it's very simple you killed my wife you took my daughter's hand i am going to kill you all for that perfect oh and you took my castle took my castle as well so i'm really <laughs> angry <laughs> but super easy and he gets there and we see it you know it wasn't a massive build-up where you know, it's talking, talking, talking for five issues. And then in the final issue, he finally gets some revenge. He actually gets the revenge as the story goes along. He's getting yeah. all the people that was there. And it was great. And I really, really enjoyed it. So I am going to give this... Oh, before I give my scores, I should probably see who's scoring it in the chat. Wow. I just... <laughs> without Scott and Phil to keep me in line, I'm just going all over the place. <laughs> Chris from Off My Shelves has given it an eight. And Wednesday Comics has also given it an eight. Um, so with Phil's seven. Uh, Martin's given it an eight as well. And Martin has given it an eight. Martin says he really liked, really liked this. Story and art were great and kept me hooked. I will finish this tonight. Oh, he's going to finish it tonight. No spoilers, please. Don't don't post anything on Instagram with spoilers because I actually do want to read volume two. <laughs> yeah, <so. laughs> uh. 
though. That's wrong. <laughs> See, I don't I don't normally do the scores, so cut me some slack, please. Uh here we go. Right. Okay. So here we go. <laughs> right. So, my, <laughs> so we're, I'm, I'm all out of bonk. I'm so sorry. So with Phil's seven, Chris's eight, Wednesday's eight, and Martin's eight, that gives a herd average of 7.75. And I am going to, I've gone up. My original score was seven, but I am now giving this an eight myself. So that gives us an average with my eight, Liam's 7.5, and Kevin's eight of 7.8. So now I have to just quickly do this. See, I, I don't normally do this. This is this is Scott's job normally. It's Scott's job. <laughs> I should I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> so that gives us a herd average of 7.8. Yeah. which is unfortunately not going to hit the top spot, as we know. Top, to get into the top, mm. you need an 8.1 or higher, or an 8.2 even. So where do we land with a 7.8? This is our first 7.8, and it takes the 10th spot, knocking Ooh, Something is no. Killing the Children Volume 1, Batman Year 1, and Batman Long Halloween down. Scott's going nice. to be happy because he doesn't have to change the top yeah. 10, which is <laughs> <laughs> But I think that's fair. Pretty close to an eight. That's yeah. not bad at all. Yeah. I think this yeah. book, I think this book deserves that. That's a really decent score. And I'm surprised. I bet you all thought I was going to give it like a four or something going into this. <laughs> I know Phil did. Phil was expecting like a three. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, before we say goodbye, tell everyone what we're reading next week. Um, coming up next week is my pick. This is what we're reading. kicking off Spider-Man Wave with Ooh. my pick, The Fatal Foes of Spider-Man from 1994. It's a four-part miniseries. If you have read it, if you get the chance, pick it up. It's one of the very first comics I bought, and I collected the entire four issues, so I definitely want to read it again for Spider-Man Month. See if it holds up. 20, but what? The 28 years later, yeah. 29 <laughs> years later. <laughs> I don't rate my chances on the top 10. It's not for that. It's for nostalgia. I just want to read it again. <laughs> so if you get a chance, join us next week for Spider-Man, The Fatal Foes, and we will see you then. These two, unfortunately, will not be joining next week because I should have Scott and Phil back. I know, I'm sorry. If we can get a, maybe we'll get a poll going, see if people would prefer you on, and we can just get rid of the other two. <laughs> I'd rather not have my ego crushed. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to thank you both for stepping in. I really appreciate it. Doing this on my own would have been a nightmare. So thank you so much. <laughs> 
<laughs> so there's nothing left to do but to get your waves out and say goodbye and we will see you next week bye 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 bye, bye everyone <laughs> love you <laughs> <laughs>